next thing we want to talk about is the European athlete. You know, um, things are changing. Since, like you said, like when you started playing 2007, 2008, NFL Europe went away. And I guess we're kind of with the ELF coming back, we're kind of getting back towards something similar. But also we all know there's a lot of um, Europeans who are now getting scholarships to play, you know, sports, to play all kinds of sports outside of football, but specifically football, you know, D1 scholarships, there's different programs out there. What is it? Uh, PPI, uh, Europe's Elite, Podium Props, uh, Green yeah. Iron Imports. I'm trying to name them all so people don't think I'm being right. biased. Who else we got uh, out there? <laughs> anybody that's doing it, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, I think there's a group called 365 Athletes or something like that. INS, INS, INS. Yeah. INS, INS, all, all yeah. of it, you know, all it's all love. There. Yeah, it's, it's all, all love. There. Like, we're not, we're not trying to, you know, ruffle yeah. no feathers, leave nobody out. But the thing is, these kids have so many options, and the sky's the limit. And you know, there's the pathway program. Like I don't know why I didn't mm-hmm. say that again too. That as well as you know, like um, we got guys who are going over and only, only doing the tryout. Who's that guy that just he changed sports and just did the tryout? from Chile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you got, you got things like that happening all the time. So, you know, somebody like you, you, it is it good and bad. Good thing is you've seen what it looks like when you have almost no shot. Like you, mm-hmm. like th- none of this was possible during yeah. your rise, during your youth. No, I'm not calling you old, but during no, your no, you, like, yeah. prime youth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Young bet, young bet. This, yeah, like none of this was possible. And now, like, what do you what do you see for like the future of European football players on on the international scale? Not just here yeah. in, in Europe, but also you know in the NFL, CFL, mm-hmm. CFL Pat Global Combine. I forgot that too. Guys yeah. can go to the CFL. They can go to the NFL. I assume they can go to indoor, but you know that's a little more tricky. But yeah, yeah. now you got the ELF, which is a little bit more professional than most leagues have been here. What are your thoughts on like? how the the limit for what European players can do right now. Like, what is your feeling and thoughts on all this going on? I mean, it's like you said, I really wish I had these <laughs> opportunities <laughs> back in the day. Because with these opportunities, and I don't know, like, I think I became better played with the run. But back then, maybe, you know, I would have got for a full ride if I had this PPI, you know, and going to these Dream Chasers tours or, Doing these yeah. combines, you know. Now you be going so, to college. You, you can be, believe you be going to college. I'm ha- like, I share tears. You know what I mean? Like when that's all like was starting up with Europe's elite, one of the, the main ones, you know, at the beginning that started helping the guys. I shared tears. That's just because I'm happy for this younger generation to get what I wished so much for at that time, you know, to this day. Like every time I see a, you know, whatever. Um, organization is that helps a kid make it you know to get over the pond is I share a tear because it's like that is something you know I wished for American football in Europe to happen anyways because I was a true believer myself that if I would have had it I could I would have been over there you know or if my parents or my you know my family would have moved back to the states and I went to high school you know who knows what would have happened but just for these kids to get these this opportunity you know it's a for me, a dream come true for them, you know, and I'm, I kind of, it's weird, but I kind of live through them, you know, so every yeah. sign <laughs> or every kid that makes it, I'm like, 
that's awesome because back then, and that's why, like, and this is a weird that's how it should fact. be. Yeah, yeah, but this is a weird and true fact. You know, it, growing up in Germany, and I don't want to step on nobody's toes, no organization, no coaches, but there's this weird, you know, thinking of you when I grew up or my time, you ain't gonna make it you know, to the States, this and that. Like, Germans are really, you know, for me, too realistic and too like, and I'm like, but my ambitions and my heart is there, but you don't know that. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. see me at practice, like, but I'm working my tail off at night, bro. Every fucking night, like jogging, doing what I need to do to be the best player or to go to this next step. And then I have, you know, people, You, everybody has, you know, people telling you, you can't do this. You ain't going to make that. And I'm just like, man, y'all can all, you know, <laughs> leave me alone. I'm, I know what I want in my life. You can I'm suck a popsicle. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, that's what made it, you know, for me. Like, I got really mind strong where I'm like, man, F all these people that are trying to tell me like what I should do, what I can't do. Like, I love this game and I'm going to become the best I can be and try to come as or get as far as I can in this game. So if NFL is my goal, I need to train and get there yeah. with what's, help or no help. You know, what's crazy and, is that you're, you're part of the reason that it's possible. And this is something that if you're listening or watching that you need to pay attention to is that someone like Nico Lester and playing at such a high level is why there's more eyes on the sport. Like he's somebody that when I saw it, I was like, okay, I'm gonna start watching football in Finland because this guy's out here balling and they tell me he's not even like full American. Yeah. So that you just got one more guy watching. When my college teammate hits me up and he's at a he's coaching at a, a, a D2 school in Texas and he's like, hey, do they got any players out there? I'm telling him like, dude, like I've seen some ballers out here. You're like, that's all mm-hmm. I need to hear. Say less send me the film. And next thing you know, this next generation is getting looked at like that. And that's where we're at now. We're at the point where, you know, someone like Brandon Collier, he's telling these coaches Mm -hmm. like, hey, you know, this guy's, this guy, this guy's good. This guy's good. Why is he thinking that? Because he's seen them. He's been, he's been proven to him. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's not like, man, this is also not like it just happened now two, three years ago. You get what I'm saying? Like it's been, Athletes in Germany, in Europe, playing football, you know, for years. They just didn't never have the outlet. It like takes that. a while. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So with the evolution of football in Europe too, now more people watch it, more people recognize, more college coaches, like, damn, actually kids. And if you really look at it, like most of these European athletes that go to college, and most of the time, you know, like it's linemen or whatever, they excel, not just on the field or in the on the cl- in the classroom, you know, all honors, like, and become starters and, you know, captains and mentally, that's what I'm saying. I feel like because me being both, both sides, you know, German and American, I'm happy that I learned or that I grew up playing the game in Germany, put it like mm-hmm. that. I was never yeah. under pressure to, you know, make the NFL or it was everyday pressure, you know, like I was yeah. never like under the pressure to, or, you know, all that stuff around it, how it is in the States. Like, you know, you play football, <laughs> you've done it high school, you don't go to college, that's it. You never playing again, like, if after high school. You probably just don't you got, start you your got life, six you know? year olds doing yeah. Yeah. training you got, and stuff. It's they a, think they're going to the NFL. Yeah, like it's, a, it's a do or die mentality at a yeah. young age over here in the States. And it's exactly. like, listen, like, you know, and, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm dating myself, but, like, even, like, when I was playing high school to, like, seeing it now, like, 
it's becoming like way more political than what it should be. But mm-hmm. that's just that's just what comes with the pressure of you know wanting to play, you know, at at college or wanting to get to the next level. And that's how it is over states. But what you're seeing over in Europe is that like, you know, my first year with the Broncos, it was like, all right, you know, you started seeing, you know, kids like slowly getting pushed to go to college like that. But growing up, like it was always all right, you know, start the youth level, then play for the national team and take it from there. But now kids are like, you know, one, they're starting younger. Two, now they have ambition and they're motivated to, you know, go to these camps, podium preps, uh, years league, because they're getting the, the knowledge and the and the training and the tips, and it's pushing them to one the okay, maybe I could, you know, find a way to take it to college, stuff like that. Yep. So it's the evolution of it, even over the past couple of years, has been crazy. Yeah, I love, sure. I love, I love where it has went for the youth because I'm on record for saying it, and I'm going to say it again. I think national team for American football is a waste of time because the sport can't be developed through national play. Like if, yeah. if nobody cares about the pro bowl, the NFL, everything else down that's all-star yeah. related is just, mm-hmm. that's a good point though. Yeah. Like, it's a pro bowl is like, but, but it's, it's, a, it's cool, but it's like, yeah, yeah. but we all know there's a, there's a European mentality, national team, national team. Like that's what mm-hmm. makes the sport legit is having a national team, but American football isn't an Olympic sport. Like, so making a national team in your country, not yet. Well, <laughs> flag football yeah. might be, but with the, the mentality, like even in the last five years, and obviously this is, I'm only speaking what I know in the five years that I've been here in Finland and, and traveled in Europe, I've seen there be a shift from these young kids saying, you know, Hey, what do you want to do when you grow up? You know, I want to play on the national team and play on the men's uh, senior team. Like that's my goals. And that was it. That's all the goals they had. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah. Someone, someone like you, that's all the goals you could have. Yeah. There was almost no other options, but now I ask these kids like, Hey, you know, um, what do you want to do? Like, I want to at least play in the States, whether in high school or if I can go to college. And if I can't, I'd like to, you know, maybe get a scholarship. And if I can't, I'd like to, um, you know, at least be able to attend a college in the States and learn what they teach you mm-hmm. there and bring it back here. And of course, I'd like to play on the national team at some point, but that's like, it's third or fourth on the list, which yep. personally I throw it off the list, but that's the shift. That's the competitive shift that is happening that is allowing there to be more opportunities for these kids because they want it. I exactly. think yeah. that there was a time where they didn't know that it was possible, so they didn't want it. You know, not everybody's an eco mm-hmm. and they're trying to yeah, be yeah, the best yeah. they can be. Yeah. Some of these kids right. are like, okay, I want to play football. And the coach says, mm-hmm. you know, one day you could be on the national team or one day you could be on the men's team. And that's all yeah. they told them. And yeah. now, yeah. now they don't have to ask the coach. They can go online. And online there's a video that says, hey, you, mm-hmm. German, this German player, you can play in the United States. They're like, coach, I'm going to the States. And coach, you got to be like, <laughs> well, I guess you can go because we that's yeah, the right. way we at now. Yep, and yep, I, I just, yep. I love the shift that's happening with these youngsters of wanting more. There's a, a higher competitiveness for these kids. Mm-hmm. When you talk yeah. to these kids, they're not talking about, you know, oh, I just want to be a team player and help the club. They're like, I want to be the best player out here. I can be, exactly. I want to, I want to get signed. And, you know, if, if I can make it to the NFL, I want to go to the NFL. That's another thing. A lot of kids yep. say, hey, I can go to the NFL. Someone, again, not trying to date you, but someone of your age, Nico, when you're growing up, when you said mm-hmm. that, people looked at you like, this guy is crazy. <laughs> like but if you say that today, like, no yep. one's going to look at you 
they're not gonna yeah. look at you sideways. They're gonna be like, it's well, a, you know it's, what? it's a normal awesome. conversation now. It's a normal yeah, conversation awesome. now to, to to be talking like that. And it's crazy because you're seeing like these kids that are going to the camps and stuff. They're becoming, you know, more invested at a younger age. I remember my first year over there. I'm like, oh yeah, when did you start playing? 19. I'm like, really? Like that's that's mad in the states. That's late. Yeah, right. Almost, yeah, late. That, that's not that's not almost too late. That's way too late to even mm-hmm. just start. But you're seeing these kids at a younger age, you know, develop that mindset to to learn how to compete and have those goals and stuff like that. And you know, the evolution has just been crazy, and it's just, it's, it's cool to see too. Yeah, but that's why I was saying. Like, I think I got how to say not lucky, but growing up with the American culture when it comes to sports or anything, you know, like fighting through it, but also the German side of it, that helped me a lot, you know, for my career. So especially sports, like anybody could tell me you can't do it. I'm like, nah, that ain't happening. Like I'm (laughs) going to get it done. Like you don't even sound right anymore. (laughs) But if I, that's what I'm saying. But if I just had that German mentality or growing up a German coach, mm, I probably would have been like, yeah, no, I can't do it, you know, or it's not for me, you know, or what I'm going to do. No, like, that's why I'm happy because my dad, my pops always said, like, and it's true when I think about it at the time, you know, growing up and, you know, going through things. If we moved to the States, who knows where my football career would have went anyways, you know. I might got caught up in some other things about being over there and might, you know, so – I just think it's the right spot. And for kids, this ELF, especially too now, like you said, now it's just not with this ELF. I'm a, I'm big on it because, you know, there's a lot of talks going on. It's bad. And, but for me, I'm just happy for European football because now you also have younger. So if we're talking about, you know, guys going to college to play football, but you know, not everybody's also mentally built for that maybe to go to college and get, and there's a couple of guys that came back, you know, got homesick or couldn't stand the shit talk yeah. or didn't make it in the way. It's a fact, you know, something, yeah. you know, it's just different. You know, we back home, shit talking is just different. Some can take it, but some just ain't built like that. And, you know, when you playing in the States or you're going to get shit talk, it's not going to be like, he's going to take your ass or take your ass back to, you know, wherever you come from, your country, you know? So I don't know. It's like, ELF for me now is if this establishes itself, it's perfect also for young kids to have a goal, you know, even if they if it's not like ambitious like college, but they can still, you know what, go study in their hometown, maybe, you know, do their normal school stuff and go play ELF at the highest level football where you still know, okay, if this league establishes itself, maybe NFL coaches are watching these games, maybe scouts are watching these games, maybe CFL, you know, and you can get a shot from there. So with all this going on with podium and all this is crazy. Yeah. Like Paris said, it's crazy right now with the evolution. And you said, Jamal, like a football, the kids have so many resources now to make it yeah. and to actually go and play, you know, and not just be, Oh, I want to play national team. Like Paris was saying, just, okay, I can be the best player I can be and play at the highest level and get compensated for it too. Why not? You know, yeah. like you yeah. putting in the work. So you should be getting compensated for it. That's, right, right. that's that's another just the last thing I'm gonna talk about it is just you know with we're talking about like European players in general, like yeah, it's it's awesome that you know the, the culture is changing, we're seeing these kids go over to states, but we also have to be mindful of the the future of some of these kids who you know they go to the states, they play college football, and a lot of them are gonna come back to Europe. 
Exactly. Offense, I mean, yeah. only one percent of only one percent of the one percent make the NFL. So yep. the odds are stacked against them in that aspect. But they go to these these top tier colleges or even not a top tier college, but a college with, you know, reputable coaches who can teach them and they come back to Europe. There's two options. You got guys who come back and they're like, okay, well now I'm going to play in the ELF or now I'm going to play in the GFL or now I'm going to become an import. I'm going to play all over Europe for the next four or five years. You just boosted the competition level in the, in the European system right there. And then you also have, you also have these guys who come back and say, you know, I'm going to get a job with my degree that I got over there in my home country, in my hometown, and I'm going to, you know, coach the youth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to coach at the, the highest level because I've yep. learned enough from, from there. I went to, I was a grad assistant at my college, and now I have the, the tools that I can actually coach at the top level here. Yep. I just boosted the competition level and the knowledge of the overall. game in Europe yeah. overall. <laughs> yeah. So yep. obviously it's been in the making for probably the last 10, 15 years, but within the next four or five years, we're going to start seeing the fruits of that labor in into leagues like the ELF, for sure. GFL, for um, sure. CEFL, these international leagues. Yep. We're going to see, start seeing such a high level of football played in Europe that we're, it's going to be to the point that, you know, you can play in Europe and there's going to be even Ex- more scholarship opportunities. Exactly. Yep. It's, going to, exactly. it's a circle of life and it's coming around <laughs> now and – I got to be honest with you. I'm glad to be here at this time because I'm not necessarily yep. old yet. You know, I'm not I'm not <laughs> as old as some of these people are out here. So I can enjoy it and be excited about it and still have a little bit of relatability with some of these kids. Like I, I still remember how my college recruitment was and stuff like that. And I can tell those stories. But once it like starts happening to uh, the floodgates, when they open, it's going to mm-hmm. change the game out here in Europe for how competitive um, the sport is. And it might be what we really need to make this a, an official, official sport in the majority yep. of European countries. Cause that's the biggest issue we have right now mm-hmm. is that, you know, um, countries like even like Finland, like, you know, American football is not considered, you know, a professional sport. Like we have to get that all across Europe before we can start yeah. thinking about, well, you know, NFL Europe again, as, mm-hmm. as much as I like exactly. the idea of the ELF, that is an outside yeah, yeah. entity from, yeah. you know, federations mm-hmm. having yep. that legality. And but that's yeah. the thing, like, yeah, what I was going to touch on with you saying the evolution is going to go so fast now. If the ELF establishes itself, you know, and if everything, the structure is right. And, you know, these federations come to terms like, hey, let's grow this sport together, you know, mm-hmm. and not fight <clears throat> each other. That's, I mean... To me personally, that's what it's about with this game. Like, in no country is it professional. In no country, it's considered professional. And then you have federations fighting federations or have different views. And, like, no, like, to get this, to have football on a certain level, y'all, we got to work together. Players, organizations, federations. But it has to start with the federations, you know, in every country to pull together. Or if it's IFF, like, so for me, the ELF, who knows if it happens, but it's a good thing that it's happening. Because it's gonna put federations now under, you know, on notice. On notice to like, okay, yeah. maybe we were sleeping all these years, and there's really players out here that want to play high level football and comp- uh, competition. Where you know, for example, GFL. You know, if you play GFL, if you were with New York Alliance or Schwabischal or you know Dresden, you may be gonna win the uh, German Bowl. You know, the competition is still there, but you know, the top teams with the top sponsors and the money, those are the ones that probably will win in the coaching. So yeah. 
with this ELF, it's maybe more, you know, how would you say, like spread out comp comp uh, competitive wise. So I think yeah, I mean, gonna, and, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and as we continue to talk about, like, you know, Europeans getting to the next level, whatever exactly. that next level yeah. is, the one thing that the one thing that you know with the ELF so far, I mean, we don't know what it's going to do, but you know you're going to have some competition. Just seeing some of the guys that they've been able to sign and get some big names and like some of their experience, like you know, like like you got to be going with someone who who has that dog mentality just like you. Okay. So we'll see what happens from it, but yeah. you know, with obviously the evolution of of a of the game growing up in Europe, like as we were just talking about. It's mm. only gonna make, like Purpose said, it's only gonna make the European game better, better, and exactly. the product, and the product better, and the growth better, and you know more, you know sponsorships and, and marketing, and you know TV. Getting, yeah, getting to America will be great, whether it's college, NFL, whatever. But yep. you know, having the opportunity to play at a high level in Europe is not going to be that far behind for yep. Europeans. And it just crossed my mind too, because if you think about it, NBA has been doing it for years. For example, too, and that's something that I years. always kind of compare it to. Years, bro. You've got all these European balls. Okay, <laughs> it's a different sport. Why is it yeah. a different sport in that sense? Because um, I think the biggest factor for that, like, separates European athletes from American, this is my belief, is definitely the weight room and coaches. That is cool. like the two main things. Because, <laughs> hey, there's guys, bro, that don't touch the weight room. And they, you know, like, where I'm like, how can you play this game and not go to the gym? Like, if it's yeah. just, you know, and it's okay for me. Like, for me, I'm fine with, if I know I'm coming to a team that is just playing, all right. Like, but weight room? Come on now. If we are talking about the top teams, like, you're playing, you, if you wanted to be professional, GFL or whatever, Finland, at least go to the gym. And if you get good number, coaching, number one fine. reason, number one reason why I retired from football, <laughs> I did not want to go to the gym. I ain't been feeling three years, and I ain't going. So don't be but calling me you. saying, "Hey, Purvis, strap them back up." No, I'm, I'm not going. No, I, no motivation. Because, no motivation Monday. Uh, I feel post. I, hey, I'll send a post, but I ain't going out there and doing nothing. <laughs> all I'm saying is. If, if you really want to play, then that's the sacrifice that you have yep, to make. You got yeah. Me personally, yeah. I don't want to make that sacrifice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hey, you've done it all. That's the thing, too. You've, read, yeah. you've done it. I'm good. <laughs> you've I'm done good. it all. Yeah. Done. But that's what I'm all saying. Right. Like, you got the NBA, boom, and you got European players making it there. So now, why not? If ELF established itself, I believe truly that maybe the NFL will take notice, too. And instead of an international pathway, be like, damn. Hey, this is one player to ELF Drax. Let's invite him for a trial. Oh, there's one player at um, Hamburg, Sea yeah. Devils. Let's get him. There's Scott Centurion. Or maybe they, or maybe they expand know? the pathway. You know, the pathway, they only take four players. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. So, you know, maybe they take eight. Maybe they take yeah. 12. Like, imagine you putting at least 12 players into the NFL every year. <laughs> yeah, what every happens year. about half of those guys are going to stay yeah. on? Like, you know, like um, Sandro Platzgummer, he's – in New York yeah. now, like they re-signed yeah. him because he was able to prove himself. Like, mm -hmm. imagine if you have half those guys, like they get the opportunity and then make a roster spot. That's something that's possible. But yeah, yeah that, that's, that's about yeah, all the time we got for that too, guys. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> have you checked out Kano's Ready to Wear collection? It's Kano's top-notch quality, but it's team wear made custom for you and your team. So you can rep your squad now. Okay, here we go. Uh, that's it for us today on The Scoop. Keeping the locker room talk real, as always. I want to thank our guest, 
um, Nico Lester today. Of course, man, you're one of my favorites. So it's always great to have you on. Glad you could take the time and, you know, kick it with us and yeah. chop it up and talk sports, talk football. That's what we're yeah. talking about. Mm -hmm. Talk football yeah. and life. We're talking football and life. Um, just <laughs> want to let you know, man, that, you know, we're, we're rooting for you. I've already said it on this before, but, you know, I'm very personally invested in seeing you play at the highest level in Europe this year and be able to, you know, get your roses from the rest of the world outside of just me. So we wish you the best, man, and whatever you got going outside of football as well. You know, you are more than just a football player to us. We know that you are a man. You have things going on. And just wish you nothing but the best in your future, man. Thank you. Appreciate you having me on. All the words, especially, like I said, go back to the statistics. I've never kept track of stats, so I got to put it out there again. Great work for that, too. I might have to screenshot it. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Okay, no but yeah. it's easy. And no, look, yeah. it was all love talking to y'all. I really appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah. Yeah, we appreciate it, boss. I mean, you got any uh, excited for what the future holds, but you got any uh, shout outs or any projects you're working on outside of football? Um, I think I'll keep that, you know, keep that to myself right now. Yeah. I don't really, good. Yeah, yeah. I don't talk too much on process what I'm working on, you know, try to yeah, keep it. Yeah, boss. But no, shout out to, yeah. Shout out to the ELF. Shout out to Badalona Drax, by the way. Um, about to head into the semifinal. And shout out to all the you know, listeners on the scoop. That's that's mainly everything, bro. <laughs> all right. Yes, man. sir. Yes, sir. Anything else from you, Jamal? I'm good, man. All right. So thanks for watching the show on YouTube or listening to the podcast outlet. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the Athletes Forum YouTube channel or American Football in Finland podcast channel. You know, that podcast is on like 85 different outlets. So wherever you get your podcast, <laughs> just click it. And on YouTube, just type in type in The Scoop Athletes Forum and we're going to pop up, I promise you. We out here, okay? Subscribe to either outlet, follow us on those and you'll get the updates every week, video or audio. Whenever we publish, you'll get a little, you know, notification and stuff. You can also follow us on Twitter at The Scoop AF on Instagram, at Athletes Forum, or on Facebook, at Athletes Forum. And also, by following us on all these channels, you have a chance to win Teamwear swag provided by our sponsor, at Noah. Uh, be sure to follow the instructions for the content, contest below in the description. And also on the audio, it'll be in the description, the contest rules. So that's it for us, and we'll see uh, you next week. Peace, peace. Peace.